Yes, hello, Grooveaholics. Welcome to the Rochester Groovecast Podcast, your top podcast source for live, local, regional music interviews and events from Rochester, New York, and its surrounding area. I'm your host, Ben Albert. So happy to be back with a podcast for you guys. Um, the song you just heard here was the track Right Now by New Orleans funk rock powerhouse, The Nth Power. Formed originally as an impromptu late night jam at the 2012 New Orleans Jazz Festival, The Nth Power is a heavy hitting three piece of musicians who each have incredible musical resumes uh, in their own right. And Sort of leading the band, taking a charge a lot of the time, the Nth Power's Nikki Glaspie. She was a drummer for Beyonce for five years. Then she became the drummer for even um, Ivan Nivelle's Dumpsta Funk. <sighs> Nikki took the time to sit down with me during this year's Dish Jam Music Festival in Trumansburg, New York. So blessed, so humbled. Dish Jam was freaking amazing. The Nth Power was astounding. And I really am humbled to have the opportunity to speak with a superstar like Nikki. There's a lot of great nuggets of wisdom in this episode. So please, let's get right to it. Let's get started. Here is my conversation with the Nth Powers drummer, Nikki Glasby. Ben here, coming at you with Nikki Glasby, the Nth Power. Yeah. <laughs> You guys just played. Just finished. Just played. It was hot up there. Yeah. Sweating. Yeah. (laughs) I was just telling you, I just, I'm sweating just from like setting up my tent. I'm thinking how it feels up there playing drums. It's funny because like the sun wasn't out and it was like kind of cool and it was awesome. And then literally as soon as we started playing, like the sun came out and it was like beaming right on me. Yeah. (laughs) But uh, I'm like... I've cooled off a little bit. I'm still sweaty, though. <laughs> oh, you look good. Oh, well, thanks. I'm, I'm the sweaty one here. Yeah. But let let's start from the let's start from the end. Yeah. Usually at the end of something like this, hey, what are you looking forward to the future? I want to yeah. get started with that. What's exciting you today? What yeah. what do you got in the works going on? So we're working on our fourth album right now. Cool. Which. It's funny, I, n- I never even, like, thought of the day when I would, like, say those words. You know what I mean? Like, fourth. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, right. Because um, I'm, like, such a... I mean, I, w- I mean, of course, like, most musicians are perfectionists in some way. But, like, I don't like to put things out until, like, they're, like, you know, mm-hmm. like, ready and finished and... uh I, when we when we put out our first one, like it was something that I had to let go. You know what I mean? Okay. It was just like, you know, when you're like raising a kid, you gotta let them go out there and get bumps and bruises and stuff. You know? Absolutely. And like that's that's kind of like what happened with the first one it was like, man, you know, I gotta get this out. So there was a little bit of time constraint on that, you know. But after doing that, mm-hmm. it made it a lot easier to put other things out. You know, just getting the initial, mm-hmm. like, okay, this is out. You got the momentum. Yep. Now it's like, okay, now we got to put something else out, you know? And uh, I'm really I'm really proud of, like, even being able to put out music. Like, it's such a, such a hard thing to do, mm-hmm. you know? And um, everybody here, like, all the bands here, it's like, 
people don't know like how hard it is to you know just like basically put your put your heart on the line you know what i mean it's mm-hmm. like whatever mm-hmm. you put out is like you know it's up for scrutiny right you know and it's, it's a piece like, of yourself yeah yeah it's a, it's a piece of yourself but it's like people especially nowadays like on social media like they don't even care about like people's feelings you know what i mean it's like you work and toil on this thing and then somebody's like this sucks you know it's like mm-hmm. dude like i spent like five <laughs> years you know like trying right. to do this thing it's like even if it's not your thing you mm-hmm. know it's like you can still appreciate it you know Absolutely. like i'm not gonna Absolutely. be like i'm not gonna say that like someone's work Mm-hmm. you know sucks or like it's like not good you know like it, mm-hmm. just because i don't prefer it doesn't mean that it's not good or like somebody else enjoys it you know what i mean so that's definitely something i guess that's become like more prevalent you know just with social media as far as people that you would never ever like see talk to know anything at all you mm-hmm. know being able to criticize your music and your art form you know what i mean they all got an opinion yeah they all got an opinion so it's like really hard to like you know put stuff out because like nobody wants to read bad comments you know what i mean right right and i think that a lot of people just don't even think about that you know i see like people always ripping apart like pop stars and stuff and it's like these people work really hard to you know do what they do Mm -hmm. you know and it's like People just shit on it all the time. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so anyway, I'm looking forward to my fourth album, mm-hmm. you know, being criticized. <laughs> you know something's bring it, coming. Bring it, bring, it, bring it back, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, isn't that a big compliment in a sense that you're reaching a large enough audience that you're going to reach some haters? Yeah, yeah. That's totally. going to come with the territory. Yeah, that comes with, with the territory. Because, sure. um,. I know just anything small, you know, with your friends, your family, they all love it. Yeah. But then when you expose Most yourself the to time, the world. I mean, that's that's the thing, though, is like, I'm definitely open to constructive criticism. That's some yeah. base. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, but there's right. people that just rip you apart just because they think that they have a right to or they can, you know. It's Do crazy. You, is there you might or might not have do you have a specific example of something that someone said or done that i know there's probably a bunch of little things that happen oh yeah i mean i've actually like seen it like Mm -hmm. on uh someone posted a video of us and they were like i don't get it this is terrible this sucks i can't believe that you know somebody would post this and then there's other people like uh, yeah, you just don't understand what's going on right now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, like, you mm-hmm. just don't understand. And it's funny because that stuff, you know, it can get to you. It can definitely get to you, you know. But I, I, uh, as soon as it happened, I was like, I, you know, I can't, like, let this actually affect me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But it, it was just funny because it was kind of like the first time, like, I actually, like, read it. You know, because like people say stuff all the time, but mm-hmm. it's just kind of like whatever. Like it's 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 not like in front of me. You know what I mean? And right. It's like I'm reading it in black and white. And uh, I w- what I went to was like, okay, 
I suck at playing the drums. This person says, you know, I suck at playing the drums. That was their comment. That, that was their comment. And I was like, okay, well, I get paid to play the drums. Mm-hmm. I, like, fly all over the world and play with... I played with the biggest superstar in the world. And I played with, you know, Maceo Parker and, like, a lot of musicians, you know, mm-hmm. Teal Burbage, a lot of, like, great musicians, and I was like, that, you know, that that has no, like, weight or validity on, you know, actually, like, what I do, you know what I mean? Yeah, and it's, like, it's... sometimes, like, you have to, like, remember that, because mm-hmm. people, people's words, like, they hurt, they cut, you know? And I was like, man, do I, like, really suck <laughs> at, like, playing the drums, you know? Right. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. Well, it's an attack like you know you're awesome at the drums and anyone who like has seen you play or like knows your history yeah knows that that person but it's still like a shot you know no no for sure <laughs> i'm like man like i'm like what did i do so wrong that like offended this guy you know what i mean whatever i, I guess it's worth to digress it worlds so you were you were drumming with Beyonce. I'm sure you talk about this yeah. all the time, but I can't not ask. You know, like yeah. how how was that? Like, so you were touring as her? Yeah, I was. I was live touring, drummer. Yep, as her live drummer. It was awesome. I mean, I learned a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the thing is, like every gig I've had, like I've approached it like school. Right. Because it is. I mean, like every playing situation is is a learning situation right so when i went out with her i literally watched everybody i paid attention to every job that exists on the tour there was an electrician you know there was a rigger there was a led wall guys you know there was the lighting guys there were lighting techs there were audio guys audio techs we had carpenters you know and i like literally paid attention to like every single one of them and like talked to them i was like wait so what do you do and what's your job and blah blah blah, you know what i mean and uh when we were having production rehearsals like i would pay attention i just like was i mean i wasn't like directly involved in you know like decision making and stuff like that but i paid attention to all of it Mm -hmm. you know and then i saw like how i would do things and you know like how i would do things differently or whatever but i i've taken that uh mindset of like you know don't take no for an answer like that was beyonce like if i if, if i if i ever like you know if i could describe her like in a sentence like that's it like don't she no would not an take no for an answer like there's always a way mm-hmm. there's always a way to make something happen and she would always figure that out you know she would sit there and ask questions and be like well this is what i want can we do that and people would be like no and she's like that's impossible like there's definitely she's gonna make it a happen. way that we can do it you know mm-hmm. what i mean so that um that was something about her that that I took and also like her work ethic. She is a workaholic, you know. I never really seen anyone work as hard as as she does. 
Like, it's, it's intense. <laughs> like, we used to have, you know, 12 to 18-hour rehearsals, you know, because, like, she wanted to get it right. So that's what that was like. Everybody thinks it's, like, fun and games and, like, oh, that's Glam awesome. And glitter you and, yeah. I'm like, you have no idea. You know, because people just see the show and they're like, that's great. But it's like, you have no idea what kind of work went into that. Hours and hours and hours and no sleep, you know. Mm-hmm. So I definitely learned how to work on minimal sleep with her. <laughs> it's good training. Definitely helps when you're touring across the... Yeah. Obviously, you've one across the United States like what what kind of countries have you been have you had any like do you have a favorite place to play you know I mean that's the thing is that I've been all around the world Mm -hmm. and like my favorite place to play is New Orleans (laughs) are you from New Orleans no okay I'm not from New Orleans but I spent a lot of time there I I would call myself a stepchild of New Orleans Mm -hmm. totally like the city adopted me yeah which is cool. Um, but, I mean, I really loved playing in Ethiopia. That was crazy. Addis, we played there. And, um, I mean, I love Japan, too, man. Japan's awesome. Uh, people really listen. They're attentive. And they're very, like, respectful. And they love it. They're so appreciative of you sharing your art with them. It's a real thing. You know, it's beautiful. Yeah. It is, and I feel like there's a there's a lot of people. I mean, I'm gonna call Americans out because I am an American and because I can. <laughs> they're spoiled. You know. Yeah. There's yeah. like they're they're spoiled. They're spoiled with uh, good music, and the, and and it's like they don't really appreciate as much as they should. A little bit of humbleness, modesty. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I mean. Jimi Hendrix had to go to Europe, you know, mm-hmm. to be recognized by his own country. Right. You know, the same with Louis Armstrong. He had to leave, you know. And then when he came back, people were like, oh, Louis Armstrong. It's like, dude, he was here the whole time. Right. You know? Right. And that's kind of how it is. Dude, like Snarky Puppy. Mm-hmm. They've been touring mm-hmm. around, like, forever, dude. Mm-hmm. Then Europe started paying attention to him, and like you know, so they, they get a Grammy. Yeah, yeah. And then people over here are like, "Oh my God, Snarky Puppy!" It's like, dude, they've been here. Yeah, yeah. They've been playing gigs for you, you know. <laughs> but do you think it's possible serious. that happens in any country? It's possible. Um, let's say you're a band from Japan. Yeah. Then you come to America, and there's yeah. almost like a Japanese band in America is kind yeah. of different. And then you get a little bit of momentum, and then suddenly you go back to Japan, and you're big shots. Yeah, I mean, but can you name me a Japanese band? I can. No. (laughs) And it was a hypothetical. I I, I I don't know how it goes, you know? I can't actually name a couple just because I've been out there, but that's the only reason why. Sure. I did not hear about any Japanese bands here in America. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's kind of like what I mean. It's like specifically as it pertains to the United States of America. The music that comes from here, people are trying to do out there. You know, so when we go out there, they're like, this is what we love. We love this, you know. And then we come back and then... Everybody's like, oh my god. 
<laughs> and it's like, dude, I, you know, it's we've been always... in vans for 15 years. <laughs> Absolutely. You know? And that's why I love, like, um, local music and, like, music coming from New Orleans is a great example in Chicago. Yeah. And I think Rochester has a lot of great bands that could be big, mm-hmm. but they're not because they're underappreciated. Mm-hmm. But the people of that city, yep. they know what's up. Yeah, they know and what's And they, they really appreciate it. But yeah. the country itself sometimes overlooks it. No, definitely. It happens. So the, the one... I saw you play with Dumpster Funk. Okay. Are you always with... Uh, I don't know much about that, but um, yeah, you guys I, came and played in Rochester at Party in the Park. Yeah. And that I'm was a fun rem- show. Yeah. I'm trying to remember who played before us. I, re- I remember that day, but it was yeah. like a classic, like, rock. Was it try- I'm trying to remember who it was. No, I'm trying. It may take me a minute. I should know. But I was like, "That's real." It was really cool. Uh, I was like some like classic Americana. Um, yeah, I don't remember who it was. It was so long ago. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, I, mean, I played with Dumpster Funk. I'll look from, it up real quiet. Okay, <laughs> I played with Dumpster Funk from 2011 to 2014. Mm-hmm. So I was with them for uh, three years, and uh, that was awesome. I mean, they taught me so much. Again, like you know, I was saying that I I, I treat gigs like school. Uh, when I went, when I when I started playing with Beyonce, that was like my undergraduate degree, you know. And then once I started playing with Dumpster Funk, then I moved into the master's program, you know? Mm-hmm. And like, they, it, and it's real because they definitely taught me a lot about um, just th- this type of traveling, this type of, uh, of lifestyle, like being on the road, like not really at, you know, with a huge party or like lar- or, or part of a large entity, but like doing your own thing. And that I really appreciate it is like you can go out here and make music on your own and like your music and the music that you want to play and like people will support it. They will. Yeah. So what um where are you at with the nth power then? This is your doctorate? Is Yeah. Is that sort of your band or what brought yeah. what brought that band together? That that band like it's as a long story short, um, the Jen Hartswick band had a gig at. Man, that bass is real. That's oh, so good. <laughs> uh, the Jen Hartswick band. It's definitely band. picking up, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. it's like, man, mm-hmm. the whole place is shaking. Um, Jen Hartswick band had a gig at uh, the Maple Leaf in 2012, and the bassist and the keyboard player in the band couldn't make it. And Jen called me up and was like, yo, you know a bass player that can play this gig? I was like, yes, of course I do. I know one of the greatest bass players uh, ever. I'm going to call him. And then she was like, what about Nigel? You know Nigel? You think he can, you know, handle the gig? And I was like, yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. So, like, that's kind of how it started. We were at Soundcheck and we all looked at each other like, yo, this is a band. Like, this is a vibe, you know? 
Uh, so we just started like writing and recording immediately. And uh, that's how the Nth Power started. It's just kind of like a late night set at the Maple Leaf. So the Maple Leaf is like our home. Because like that's really where it started. It started on that stage. It's where we were born. And then um, we uh, went. We played at the Blue Nile. That's another, you know, one of our homes. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's kind of how the band started, mm-hmm. and I just, you know, kind of took. I I kind of, you know, took the leadership role, I guess per se. Uh, but we're all like, you know, it's fully like all of our. It's all of our All your voices. Yeah, yeah, it's our band. It's not, like, my band. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's Mm -hmm. just that, like, I'm the spokesperson and, you know. Absolutely. And, like, run it, you know, run run the business side of it. But it's, like, it's it's our thing for sure. Yeah. Cool, cool. I did find it random. It's uh, Dickie Betts. Yeah, Dickie Betts. (laughs) In Great Southern. Yeah. It was Dickie Betts. <laughs> Which is an interesting combo. I, totally, but I was, like, blown away. I really was. I was They're like, great. man, this is awesome. <laughs> it was super awesome just to, like, you know, see that and experience it. It was pretty cool. Absolutely. Because it was random. So random. <laughs> it's a good combination, yeah. you know? Like, yeah. You, you guys brought it that night. Dickie Betts. Yeah, it was good. Dickie Betts. Yeah. Almond Brothers band. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we talked about the immediate future with the album. What about like long term? What do you have any long like very long term goals? Yeah. I wanna be the first band to play on the moon. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. <laughs> like literally and figuratively. Like, Absolutely, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like for real, you know, like right. the sky is not the limit. You know what I mean? <laughs> sky is not the limit. Beyond the sky. Beyond the sky, I want to go in the galaxy. I want to like play for the stars and the planets, like straight up. I'm just thinking about that. Yeah. I'm trying to build that. I never really thought about that. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. It's like, they're fully, like, gonna colonize one of these planets. Mm-hmm. Because they're trashing this one. Think about, like, I mean, how light everything is on the moon. <laughs> Playing drums on the moon. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you I throw know. your stick in the air and go, shh. Yeah, be gone. <laughs> yep. It comes out real slowly. Yeah. I wonder what sound is like. Yeah. How, how you would even perceive sound. How, how you would perceive sound and, like, how it travels. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. I think about that kind of thing a lot. Yeah. How, like, um... So animals, for example, per- uh-huh. see things differently and perceive sound differently. Yeah. And it's like, there's more there than what we can even perceive sometimes. Mm-hmm. And if you're on a different planet or even if you're an animal or 
maybe if you were a superhuman in time, you'd actually be able to like hear the vibrations a little differently or yeah. perceive sound differently. So if you're on another planet, you know, yeah, I don't know what would happen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like we would experience it in a completely different way. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna lose sleep over this. Yeah, part. right. You're gonna be thinking about it. You're like, I have to figure out how to get to space <laughs> so I can see what sound sounds like. <laughs> or like what it feels like. I know. Crazy concept. But that's that's the idea. I feel like, you know, I mean Parliament Funk, a lot of the like spaceship like funk vibe, but we're doing that on Earth. Yeah. To actually bring that to space. Yeah, totally. Yep. I'm drawing a blank just because I, I can't <laughs> stop thinking about it. I got a I got a funny question where there's no right or wrong answer. Yeah. But I'm always curious. So let's say you had a billboard anywhere really, but you got a billboard on the highway, and you could write anything on it that you'd like and um of course i mean you could do your band name you could do your name but like if you could like send a message out to the world what would that message be i think the message would be to love yourself and love the people around you mm-hmm. you know and that like we don't have to fight we don't have to fight mm-hmm I think uh, be grateful for what you have and just basically, you know, treat others as you would like to be treated. It's respect. You know, I always say, like, if you don't want to get punched in the face, don't punch somebody in the face. Right. If you don't want to get shot, don't shoot anybody. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because, like, people all the time, you know, inflict harm on others. And it's like, do you want anybody doing that to you? It's like that simple. So like, don't do it to somebody else. It's so simple, but it's so overlooked sometimes. Yeah, it is. All the hate and the... So much going on in the world. Yeah. Yeah. I like the phrase, you know, take a walk in another person's shoes. Yep. And at the same time, your feet might not fit their shoes. Yep. You might have different sized shoes. You might have different sized feet. Mm-hmm. And it's not even just taking a walk in their shoes. It's accepting that you guys might have a different opinion. You might yeah. have different sized shoes. Exactly. But you still give that respect. Yeah, you know? absolutely. And that, that's, that's another thing. It's like just because we have a different opinion, like that's mm-hmm. no reason to hate like at all. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like you like apple juice and I like orange juice. You like orange juice? Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, that's a reason to fight? Like, come on. <laughs> maybe when you're 12. But, like, that is like maybe, maybe when you're trying to take my orange juice. You know what I mean? But it's like, come on. There's no reason to fight. Mm hmm. You know? Yeah. We've got different kinds of sounds in the background because we're running an RV here. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this this honestly, it, it picks up everything. But that, oh, I like okay. the atmosphere. Oh, I love yeah. the atmosphere. Thank you. See that? A bottle of JMO from the from the freezer. Yes, it's nice and cold. Ooh. I'm gonna take a sip real quick. 
I don't eat these, but somebody gave them to me. They're edibles. Oh, really? Yeah. Is it like a... Yeah, it's a peanut butter chocolate. Oh, wow. I mean, I'm sure there's a couple people I can see. <laughs> Tonight, yeah, staying a yeah, while. Yep. Well, when's your next show at? Uh, be, it'll be over by the time I release this. But hell yeah! Well, what's your tour schedule looking like? Well, the know? next thing that Dance Power does is Electric Forest. Awesome. We do Electric <laughs> Forest, and then both weekends. And uh, I'm also playing with Grizz. Uh, he has a live band, so I'll be mm-hmm. playing with him both awesome. weekends at yeah. Electric Forest as well. And then. Um, Oh, we're playing High Sierra. I don't know High Sierra. Oh, man. High Sierra is amazing. Hmm. It's a festival in uh, Quincy, California. Okay. Oh, it's like one of my favorites for sure. One of my favorite festivals to go play because it's just the audience is like all music lovers, you know? It's important. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It makes a difference. It is. And um, String Cheese. Is mm-hmm. the uh, headliner? Okay, cool. You know, it's like yeah. There's a lot of lot of bands out there. We're we're actually doing a tribute to Bob Marley. Cool, awesome. Yeah. So we're super excited about that. Have you ever done that yet before? Yeah, we have. We did it uh, last Jazz Fest, and we went to Australia um, last year and did it there. At the Calandra Music Festival. Calandra. Calandra? Yeah, that's how they say it. Um, cool. Yeah. I mean, Marley is just really close to our hearts because of the message. You Absolutely. Know? Absolutely. So it's always exciting to play that music. It's funny because I was actually talking about it today. We were, like, going over the set list to, like, you know, send out to people and stuff about, you know... Like what we're gonna play and whatnot, and mm-hmm. I like literally got the goosebumps just like thinking Think about, about playing that. the music. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh my god! Like I just love it so much. We're uh, really excited about doing that. I'm yeah. not gonna make it, but I'm definitely yeah. gonna look for a video or two. Cause yeah, you know what? We we actually have a video cool online shit. of uh, us doing it in New Orleans at Jazz okay. Fest. At Jazz so, Fest, yeah. Uh, I think uh, I Shot the Sheriff is on is on YouTube. Good stuff. And then we also do an Earth, Wind, and Fire tribute. Awesome. And that's awesome. so much fun. You did Earth, Wind, and Fire tonight, right? Oh, we did one of the songs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah we did That's the Way of the World. Yeah, yeah. That That's like their anthem. Uh, that, that, that's what Maurice called Earth, Wind, and Fire's anthem. And it's like such a great song. Like, every time I hear it, I get goosebumps, you know, because it's, it's so true, mm-hmm. you know? It's like, 
a child is born with a heart of gold. You know, the way of the world makes his heart so cold. You know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's that's the way of the world. You know? But it says that, you know, you can blossom. You know? It says that you can... You can you can still uh, come out on top, you know. Mm-hmm. Just having that realization. Yeah, that I think. you don't have to uh, become jaded. Mm-hmm. You know, or wavered by the ways of the world or the ways of man. Because it's true, man. You know, there's there's evil people out there. There's mean people mm-hmm. out there, but there's good people out there too. You know, a lot of times people are either misguided or they don't even realize. Yeah, they that. don't even realize. Yeah, but totally. as soon as you make that realization, you can change that. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. Cool, man. Nice talking to you. Yeah, yeah. That's a solid way to end it. Yeah, is there, for sure. Is there any like last words? Anything that um, we didn't touch on? Anything you want to say for the audience out there? I mean, it's just all about love. Mm. It's all about love to me. Mm. You know, um, you have all these religions and people and factions that are fighting whatever kind of war they're fighting. And to me, it's all about love. And, you know, the Bible says God is love. And I don't know how much simpler it gets than that. Mm-hmm. You know, I think God is exemplified through love. You know? It's like no matter no 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 matter what kind of love it is, it could be agape love, it could be like romantic love or you know, love for your fellow man. It's like that is God. <laughs> God is love. Like that's it, you mm-hmm. know? So I think that if we love more, we can change the complexion of the world and like where it is today. I honestly and truly believe that. You know, and I think that that's like something that's been believed and been a message, you know, as long as time has existed. You know, Mm -hmm. people have always been fighting and there's always been people talking about peace. You know, it's easy to forget it. Yeah, that's about it, man. When it's always there. From the beginning of time. War and peace. (laughs) Well, thanks for staying here in this RV with me. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Doing this talk. Yep, shout-outs to Dave for letting us use his RV. Any other (laughs) shout-outs? I don't know. Shout-out to my mom, my dad. Mom, dad, (laughs) shout-out. Mom and dad, I love you. Yeah, that's about it. Thank you. Yeah. The, oh, the nth power loves you. That's it. At the end of the day. We you know? love the nth power. At the yeah, end of the, the day. nth power loves you. That's keep why we're here. Keep creating music, you know. Keep creating Spread the love. love. Spread it. Keep you know it Yeah.
right. Yes. Thank you, everyone, for taking the time to listen to the Rochester Groovecast podcast. I feel so blessed to have had Nikki on the show and very appreciative for all of you for lending an ear. Please do check out my brand new website, rochestergroovecast.com, all one word, rochestergroovecast.com. Leave a kind review and a rating on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Check out nysmusic.com. Super special thanks to them for helping sponsor this opportunity. Lastly, once again, thank you, Nikki. Thank you, The Nth Power. Here, let's check out one more Nth Power track. Here's Truth by The Nth Power. Ben, signing off. Until next time, groove on. Gil said the revolution won't be televised. I start to see you with my own eyes The media has got you fused with a state of fear Got you believing all the hating lies that you hear I used to believe everything that they told me was true But since 9-11 I know I stay lied to Pharmaceuticals. They get you hooked, incarcerated, throw the book at you. 